0: Welcome back to the Bracketologist Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Walnick. This podcast is always brought to you by Let It Fly Media. I am pleased to be joined by Let It Fly Media's own Dakota German for a very interesting podcast. We're going to be talking about weapons for a zombie apocalypse. You excited for this?
1: Oh, dude, I'm ready. I've been thinking about this every day for like the last eight years. I didn't even know I was going to be working here, and I was already thinking about when I was going to be on a podcast talking about this.
0: Well, I literally didn't think about this until just a few days ago, so maybe you'll have a lot more preparation, which is why you're the expert here to talk to me about it.
1: Your your mistake, but that's okay.
0: (laughs) So we brainstormed in the office and came up with 32 weapons for this bracket. Uh, I took them and just kind of threw my rankings at them. So a lot of times we're pulling this from a list when it's pop culture and movies. Maybe it's Rotten Tomatoes. Maybe it's a list we found online. This is literally something that we just threw together. So uh, the seedings could be way off compared to what Dakota wants them to be, which will make this very, very interesting. A few things to talk about before we jump into this. The type of zombie that you would be fighting would not be the World War Z zombie that can run really, really fast.
1: Yeah, or uh, The Last of Us, like several other zombies. So think like The Walking Dead or kind of George Romero zombies. Yeah,
0: slow, slow slow moving, or at least normal speed. Can't really run. Um, The best way to kill them is a headshot, uh, which is the case with most zombies. Um, And then we're kind of playing the scenario off of this is something that you would need long term. This isn't just what you would need in a battle with one zombie, but this is what you would choose for the zombie apocalypse. So you find out there's an apocalypse, you walk into the room, there are all these weapons sitting there. What's the one if you could only take one with you? Sound good?
1: This sounds sensational.
0: And it must be handheld. We're not awesome. talking about you can't choose, like in zombie land, where you're driving a Hummer H3 or a Cadillac escalade and you're just running over zombies. It's got to be something that you can hold and store. Let's go. Let's do this. I'm ready. Um, I'm not going to run through everything off the top because we have 32 weapons. You'll learn the bracket uh, here as we go through the first round. As always, you can find the full bracket on the Instagram account. It's just Instagram.com slash bracketologist ending in an underscore because there's another bracketologist out there, I guess. I just go to hell. All right, (laughs) let's do this. Our number one overall seed. And when I say our number overall Number one overall seed. I'm saying mine. Number one seed. Baseball bat versus the 32 seed brass knuckles. We'll call this the 1920s street gang battle here because (laughs) this is maybe weapons you would find if you went back to the Prohibition era. Um, I'll let you lead off. Uh, What do you think of my seedings here? What do you think?
1: Uh, 100% agree. Baseball bat is the number one seed. I mean, it's in literally every scenario. It's in every movie, every video game. Brass knuckles, personally, if I'm using brass knuckles in the zombie apocalypse, I either messed up or I'm just like, you know what? I just want to go out like a man. But uh, I would say baseball bat advances easy.
0: And there's going to be a lot of different factors that we talk about. I feel like one we could bring up here is at all times, I want to try to keep my distance away from a zombie. Yeah. And if you're talking about brass knuckles, that means you basically have to have fist on head combat, which I want to avoid. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think uh, that's why I had it as my worst seed when we came up with the list. And uh, we'll continue that there. here. We're going to disagree on a lot of these. I feel like that's not one of them. Okay, our 16 seed, a pocket knife versus our 17 seed, a long-range rifle, such as a sniper rifle. So you're literally talking about the longest possible range to kill a zombie at and the closest. What do you think?
1: This is actually a really good seed. Uh, This is making me think now because, like, yeah, for one, like, you have limited ammo, so you're probably not going to actually find a lot of ammo in a zombie apocalypse, but, like, a pocket knife can be used a lot, of, but you're really close again, and that's kind of ruin it for you. So, like, I feel like I would go with the rifle.
0: Well, the the pocket knife, I guess, could... That might break pretty easily, and then you're in trouble.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a useless weapon, but... I don't know, like, it also could potentially be used in other ways. Like, what if you're just trying to survive, but...
0: What if you're bored and you need to whittle?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that's a a hard one.
0: So long range rifle obviously ammo is going to be something that comes up a lot when we're talking about any guns in this list. Um, That's always going to be an issue but I guess if you ran out of ammo that's still a pretty nice club that you could beat the head
1: in on a zombie right? The club definitely changes my perspective there. I wasn't thinking about making uh, using it as a different kind of weapon then. Yeah long range rifle 100% though with a pocket knife you could make a spear maybe but out of like wood or something but long range rifle. I, my I agree. I think so.
0: What do you think, uh, producer Justin's in the house and listening? Justins. What do you think about a sniper rifle here?
2: Yeah, um, knife on the rifle. You can even tape like you can tape a knife on the rifle, and so it just becomes a pocket knife with five foot of extra range. So rifle is one hundred percent the winner here. You only have
0: one weapon. There are no knives
2: in this world now. All you have is a rifle. Okay, then your point of changing it into a blood force object. <laughs> <laughs> um, I the think that's the right range factor call. is huge.
0: Yeah, and uh, w- <laughs> look, we'll talk about proximity. You don't want to be, be as far away as you can. You'll have an opportunity without with the long-range rifle. We'll also talk about diversity, and there's only one way really to use a pocket knife, um, at least long-range rifle, like we said. It can turn into a giant. Baseball bat. Uh, all right, our number nine seed. So rifle advances. Number nine seed frying pan, which was this was the first weapon that Dakota listed when we were making our list. I don't know why. Maybe he just likes to cook. Um, versus our twenty-four seed, a rocket launcher. Um, I'll start on this one. Uh, again, limited ammo with the rocket launcher. Like, yeah, you could probably like blow up like a whole horde, but uh, probably takes a long time to reload. You might get eaten then. And then frying pan. Yes, closer proximity, but probably, especially if it's a sturdy frying pan, gonna last you a long, long time and then you can cook dinner with it.
2: Yeah.
1: So, my argument here is that the rocket launcher is actually not that useful, even in like a horde environment, okay? Because George Romero zombies are like the Walking Dead, you know, like they lose limbs, they lose, they get like severe trauma and like they'll still keep going unless you like perfectly destroy them. So, the frying pan, well, yeah, you're not taking them all out at once, but you actually can put them down. So I would like reliably and without ammo. So it's really just up to your stamina. So. Yeah. I'd They're want some in. more
0: some more information. Like this has to be a really sturdy frying pan. This has to be like cast iron, <laughs> right? Because this has to be something that's going to last me forever.
1: Yeah, uh, that's a good point. And then afterwards, you know, you can cook with it. So Make sure school. you clean it really well, though. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I see it as like seasoning. Like maybe you're already immune, so you don't have to worry about it. I don't know.
0: Okay, so we, I guess long range rifle was a minor upset because that was a 17 over 16. Uh, Otherwise, frying pan over rocket launcher, nine versus 24, no upset there. Um, Here's a really interesting one eight seed, a two by four, so giant piece of wood, versus our 25 seed, a chainsaw. What do you think on this one?
1: Uh, I'm actually going with the seed again. I think I, did I suggest two by four? I think you did. Yeah. uh, So two by fours are actually pretty sturdy. Um, They're kind of hard to break. You can inflict a lot of blunt trauma with it and they're really light they're easy to carry use it over and over again chainsaw you kind of run into the same problem where you need gas or like if it's battery operated where are you getting electricity to charge it you know yeah While it's great for movies not great practically
0: i think what you'll find on this list is there are a lot of things that you would normally think that would be a great weapon to have but if you're limited on ammo or it needs power or it needs gas you got to think about that long term because you need a weapon that's going to last you
1: yeah And also, like, I'm thinking even if you get a zombie with a chainsaw, like, you're kind of tied up trying to cut through that zombie. Mm -hmm. Like, you're stuck. So, if you're surrounded, you know, that's useless. Like, you can't get through all the bones, like, just slice. You can space
0: yourself pretty good with a 2 by 4 though, and, like, kind of keep them back. Yeah. Um, Also, chainsaw easy to chop off a limb, but probably a little bit more difficult to go after the head yeah. and a little bit more to cut through there and mm-hmm. the cutting off a limb is not going to help you. Nope. Um, okay. Agree there. So no big disagreements yet. Let's go to number four seed, which this was controversial. Walking into the studio, Justin might chime in on this one. He was like shovel is a four seed versus our 29 seed, a ladder, which maybe you don't even really consider a weapon. You could swing that thing and crush a brain. Oh, um, yeah. so, uh. My thought on this would be shovel. I have this as a really high seed and maybe controversial. We can talk about that, but it's versatility. We're also trying to survive during an apocalypse and a shovel can be used to dig some trenches and build some traps for some zombies. It could be to, you lost a loved one and you need to bury them after you burn the bodies. Like there's a lot going on with the shovel as well as it can be sharp and you can cut into a brain or you can just use it to slam and just knock them unconscious. Like there's a lot you can do with a shovel ladder. The only thing that it's really got going for it is it's a good escape plan. So depending on where you're set up, uh, yeah, you could swing it and you could kill a zombie, but it's also a really good exit strategy to assuming these zombies can't get on top of a roof. Yeah. You could get up on the roof and then kick the ladder down and wait till they leave.
1: But then you also just lost your weapon. True. I, I, I'm struggling with the 29 seed. I feel like I would have put ladder a little bit higher. Like, what kind of ladder are we talking Are we talking like a big 12-foot ladder? So, like, I I think the biggest downfall with the ladder is its size. Because, like, if it's really big, yeah, you can swing it and probably kill something. But you're going to get tired a lot faster. Uh, Trying to run around with a freaking ladder is hard.
0: Yeah. Um, That's I've tried just moving from my garage to the front of my house to put up Christmas lights is a pain I can't imagine trying to trek miles and miles. So a lot of this would depend on your situation Are you have you found like a spot to like hole up Mm -hmm. and then it would be really useful to have a ladder But if you're a nomad like you're dead, you're not you're not getting anywhere fast with that thing
1: Yeah, and it also would probably be like really good at just kind of like crowd control Yeah, like on the zombies because you can like kind of Push back, and you're keeping your distance really easy with a ladder, so that's kind of like a good check mark, but I don't know Justin, you have anything to add? I,
2: I gotta go with shovel on this one. um Pro I mean th- the only thing I can see like have you seen those videos of the like speed climbers who can climb like six stories of a building with a ladder in like 12 seconds? That's not me. <laughs> it's, it's <not> <laughs> <us>. <laughs> um,
0: maybe if this was the world war z zombies and then the zombies could do that yeah. um maybe maybe you think shovel is too high of a seed and it's going to get upset pretty early but yeah. I, I think in this matchup it's a it's a relatively easy win yeah. um even though maybe ladder again should have been closer to like a 20 seed um it. but i'm the bracketologist and that's what i chose so live with it <laughs> um all right 13 seed javelin versus our 20 seed a hammer so when we're thinking javelin here we're thinking like Olympics like tossing this thing it's got a sharp end on it um, and then hammer this is the smaller rendition of a hammer kind of your household hammer
2: okay uh, not Thor's hammer
0: not Thor's hammer I uh. mean that would be number one ranked on this list <laughs> if you were strong enough to lift it
1: and worthy and it's worthy It's not necessarily all about strength with that. that's right but uh I can't even consider using a hammer like hammer to me is like a last-ditch weapon because you're getting pretty close yeah it's got Two different uses, and maybe you can break through a door if you need to break through a door. But I feel like a javelin is just more useful because you don't always just have to throw it. You can just use it as a spear, you know. So you can maintain your distance. Uh, track poles are sharp enough; like yeah. you can easily impale something. This is a
0: closer matchup for me, just because I think the hammer has more uses than you think. Yeah. Um, Obviously, if you need to use it to like build any sort of shelter or anything, like you said, to break down some barrier, uh, a lot of the time you're going to be sneaking around and have to get into places. Maybe they got locked up. And so like breaking off like a lock on a fence or something like that could be really useful, a lot harder to do that with something like a javelin. Um, but ultimately the reason I had javelin as a better seed is I think, like you said, keeping your distance is really important in the zombie apocalypse. And now we have a weapon that not only can I keep my distance, but I can also stab a zombie in the brain um so that would be my call as well i think the
2: hammer also like get stuck into their brain once you you know (laughs) that's gonna be a risk with all of these my friend (laughs) um like pull them out i guess you can throw a javelin
0: and a hammer um probably a little bit easier to be accurate with a javelin
1: yeah because it's designed to be thrown yeah but
0: so yeah we'll go javelin there again we might not have many disagreements in the first round that'll change uh, all right, 12 seed kitchen knife versus our 21 seed a machine gun. So people are like machine gun. How's this a 21 seed? Well, machine gun's gonna be great for that first horde, but where yeah. are you getting your bullets from? You just like you go through bullets so fast, you'd have to be so careful, and then you're almost being too careful to the point where you're so worried about ammunition that you get attacked and you're gone.
1: Yeah, great emergency weapon, obviously. Um, but like the problem with all firearms is like. I See, in my head, at the start of the apocalypse, all, of, all ammo is getting just blown away. Like, everyone's using it, trying to survive. Maybe here and there you find some ammo, but, like, specifically a machine gun. Like, yeah, I know the military probably has just warehouses of the exact round you would need for, like, a saw. But, like... There's just no way you're finding enough to sustain yourself unless you come across like a military warehouse. Maybe if you're on a base, you could, like, yeah. you're already on the base with all that ammo. You probably justify the machine gun, but I feel like household items, yeah. what do you have lying around.
0: And whereas when we were talking about the long range rifle, where you've got the butt of that, that you could literally just smash someone's head in, yeah. depending on the machine gun, maybe that's possible, but for the most part, it's not going to be nearly as effective. And so for me, I'd want something. Again, got to be a little bit closer quarters, but at least something like a large kitchen knife, you can be a little bit more effective in killing some zombies. Yeah.
1: I think you also got to consider, too, like, it wasn't really an issue with the long-range rifle versus the knife. Because, mm-hmm. like, the knife is just kind of useless compared to... Yeah, pocket knife is tiny. Yeah. But, like, a kitchen knife, okay, it's actually kind of sharp. Maybe a little bit longer. Maybe it's a pretty good knife. Um, like, that's really light compared to you lugging around a machine gun. Yeah. Like, guarantee you, any military guy would tell you that they're heavy as hell.
0: And I don't think either of these would make a very deep run. So I don't think yeah. we need to spend too much time here. Our yeah. next matchup, which will be playing Kitchen Knife, is a machete <laughs> versus an umbrella. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't think we need to really spend any time on this. Look, an umbrella is going to break the first time or like blow away in the first windstorm or turn inverted and like you're done for.
1: The umbrella was ranked higher than the latter.
0: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. Yeah. Machete, wins I, can, my part. <laughs> I can move a lot faster with an umbrella and a lot of, you know, the rule number one in Zombie Land is cardio. You got to be able to move. And if you got a ladder, I'm sorry. Ladder's already been eliminated. I don't know why we're even talking about it. I don't. Um, look, machete, we can talk a lot more in the next round. I think it definitely advances here. It's it's much more versatile, obviously, than an umbrella and probably um, will advance deep into this tournament. Uh, any disagreements?
1: Nope. Machete.
0: Okay. Uh, all right, we're moving to the right side of the bracket, and now we're going to hear about some more top seeds. This is our two seed, a samurai sword versus our 31 seed, in Indiana Jones-style whip. Um, some versatility with the whip, some things that you can do if you need to, I don't know, swing on a tree branch and get from place to place or keep some zombies at bay. Uh, but look, this is this is a pretty easy one.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, both both of these weapons require some skill to use, but samurai sword just ultimately would win.
0: I would say, uh, ultimately, a samurai sword is a little bit easier to get by with because you literally just have to point and sharp edge towards a yeah.
1: zombie. and I'll bring up some points later about samurai sword because I don't think it's as useful as people would think it is, but definitely versus a whip is just not useful. Okay, zombies. so we've got some
0: disagreement on that being the two-seed oh, yeah. for sure. Definitely. Okay, 15-seed screwdriver versus an 18-seed a pitchfork. Um, <laughs> so... When I first made these rankings, I thought about switching these um, because you can keep more of distance with a pitchfork. Yeah. But my problem with that was, is that a pitchfork is almost always made, at least the handle is made out of wood. And so you have a better chance of breaking it and now no longer having that long distance anymore. And if I have a broken pitchfork in half, even if it was perfectly in half, now uh, I'm holding the sharp edge of this pitchfork. It's not as long. Screwdriver is going to last me a lot longer. It Sucks that I got to get close that that close to a zombie, um, which is why it's not in the top 10 um, But it could be pretty effective to kill a zombie
1: Yeah, I would agree in the Scenario where a pitchfork is probably wood, I would go for a screwdriver over that But I think most like you can still find like carbon fiber pitchforks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure So like if I found one of those I would definitely pick the pitchfork Got and even if it's wood though like you still have the distance you can Do a little stabby stab
0: I guess. Also, you could really take apart the pitchfork and get three different weapons by the three pokey oh, parts. Yeah. You just like literally take time to break that metal off. Yeah. Then now you you've have got three screwdrivers,
1: three screwdrivers, <laughs> three, screwdrivers. <laughs> three, three
0: very small javelins, or three very large screwdrivers. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm okay with that, Justin. Oh, you upside. think that's a good upset? Yeah. Pitchfork over screwdriver.
2: I'm a I'm a pitchfork fan. Okay. He's a pitchfork guy.
0: He's a Grew pitchfork guy. A Girls on hinge. He's a pitchfork guy. <laughs> Um <laughs> Our number 10 seed this is a sledgehammer So this is a weighty hammer that uh, you can uh, definitely swing but it's it's heavier And then we've got our 23 seed a garden hoe.
1: Yeah, you know in my head I'm trying to justify like how I would justify a garden hoe over a sledgehammer. I Don't think it, like sharper for it's sure definitely sharper, but can you generate enough force to? crack through a skull and you don't ruin your weapon within like 10 hits
0: yeah, I mean, like, it's a, you'd really have to get them on the ground, like, stick it in their head, and then, like, step on them. Yeah. And that's way too much work. Whereas a sledgehammer, a good swing, even though, look, you got to be strong to be swinging that thing all the time. Oh, I, I know it. But it's uh, going to be more effective to get them on the ground and then just one swing.
2: Yeah. Sledgehammer for sure here. But realistically, how many times can you swing a sledgehammer before you get tired? Like, what are we talking, 10? You kill 10 zombies and then you're exhausted yeah i mean it's yeah. it's not
0: a great weapon if you run into a horde but again a garden hoe probably a much better chance it's going to break pretty quick and you could knock a zombie back with one swing but it's probably not dead
1: yeah and also like a hammer like using the flat end like it's a pretty good surface so you can put a lot of pressure on it and like push people away too yeah so another crowd control potential i guess even though it's kind of short
0: so one thing that we haven't really discussed and we're you know more than halfway through our first round are we taking into account that you're going to have to be fighting other humans during the zombie apocalypse?
1: Oh yeah. That is interesting. That is sh-
0: interesting here. <laughs> I don't know how much that's really going to change things except for maybe, maybe you weigh guns a little bit higher because you're going to have to.
1: Yeah. But again, ammunition's
0: still going to screw you.
1: Yeah. Like I would definitely be going for more like sharper objects. Cause like being able to injure a human that will respond to pain is obviously a lot easier. I think.
0: So does that flip you on guard? No.
1: No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. At all. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: uh, 10 seed sledgehammer moves just, on. Just for
2: garden hoe. All right,
0: our seven seed crowbar versus 26 seed. This is kind of a unique one. This is a pool cue, and you found the whole pool set, so oh. you've got the billiard balls as well with this. Um, that's a lot to lug around, but what do we got? Crowbar
1: versus pool cue and billiard balls. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I never
1: just, thought you'd ever have this conversation in your life. Never did, honestly. I'm, like, imagining myself take all these pool balls and just chucking them as hard as I can. You can just it. palm it and just
0: like beat, bash their head in with it but again, proximity. Yeah. Crowbar. It's got kind of a, just a little bit of a sharper end and that thing is never going to break. I'd be afraid no. I'd lose my pool
1: cue in a second. Oh yeah. Like the pool party thing does not survive at all. So like yeah, you can like break it like a pool cue in half and like stab. Yeah, now like, it's got a
0: sharp end. Yeah.
1: And two ends too.
0: But then at that point just pick up a stick. Yeah, I mean, like, look, we're talking about man-made. All these are are man-made weapons. Yeah. Um, like, you still are going to be on planet Earth, and you can still like, you're not going to find a knife on the ground, but you have a stick. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's the difference between a pool cue and a really good stick you find in the forest?
1: None. The pool cue is like really shiny, and it's like they stain the wood and <laughs> small spot. It looks nice. It was expensive. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, crowbar advances. Oh, um, man. have we had? We really haven't had any. You. You convinced me on Pitchfork, um, but we haven't had any throwdowns yet, no. and we're not going to have one here. Our three seed crossbow versus our thirty seed, a flamethrower. <laughs> flamethrower sounds great in an ideal situation. We've seen some cool flamethrowers in horror movies and zombie movies, but you're going to run out of flames pretty quick. Oh, sometimes. you got to have some
1: fuel for that fire, and it's heavy too. Flamethrowers yes. are not light. Like you're carrying a giant backpack with fuel on it. Like you said, even when it's empty, like it's still like heavy. If you if
0: there were 32 people that were going into this room and they each got to choose one of these yeah. the person that grabs the flamethrower is going to be dead within the first day <laughs> they're screwed <laughs> they're so so screwed yeah. um crossbow as we know um famously from walking dead with daryl's character very 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 effective tool um and it'll be interesting to see how far this goes in the bracket all right we're back to another gun here with our 14 seed shotgun versus one of my favorite weapons although maybe not the most practical 19 seed a golf club um I put shotgun, even though it's ammunition-based, higher because a little bit more of a scatter shot, so you can maybe get a few more zombies dead in one shot, even though maybe it's not killing the zombie each time you shoot it. Once again, with the long-range rifle argument, it could be used as a blunt instrument. And uh, so, I mean, basically, even if your shotgun is out of ammo, it's about the same as a golf club. You can probably get a little bit more force and a little bit more speed in swinging a golf club, but I'd be much more afraid of it breaking before shotgun.
1: Yeah, um, I've actually hit someone with a golf club before on accident. I gave my grandmother a concussion. Um, she stood too close to me.
0: Okay, I thought we were going to start talking about some aggravated assault charges no, that you no,
1: didn't no, disclose no, no, no. when we hired you. It was an accident. It was an accident. <laughs> we, I, like, she bought me some clothes, yes, officer, and I went outside and I took there. a swing, and she was like standing right behind me, and I said I was swinging. I don't think she realized how close she was. And like, Where'd you hit her? In the, in the head, she had a concussion. What I gave my grandma a concussion, man?
0: How old was she at the time?
1: Uh, she was like sixty some. I was I was only like ten, so okay. it's not like I swung it super. It's hard. not like you had a hundred and fifty club speed or something no. like that. Okay, but like what I learned from that is also the the real impact of a golf club only comes in the head. So you have to nail like be oh, yeah. pretty accurate with it too. Um, actually, I really like your ranking here for shotgun fourteen because it's actually uh, very versatile. Like it's really mm-hmm. easy to hunt with. You know, so survivability too, and ammo. Like, yeah, you're probably gonna run out, but every shot's a one shot kill, basically.
0: Yeah. Look, you're surviving an apocalypse. You know, we have we haven't. You got to find food. Yeah. So it could be useful to have something that's easy to kill some small game. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I I think that's a pretty easy one, even though their rankings are pretty close. Uh, all right. Now here's another gun. Our 11 seed pistol versus 22 seed
1: a hockey stick. Uh, I have not hit someone with a hockey stick, so I don't actually know how easily you could break that. I'm trying to remember what what are they made out of right now? They're not. It's not wood anymore, usually not. Yeah, no, it's, it's like look-
0: it's wood, or it could be like some sort of composite material. But I mean, it's not that strong. They break all the time in a hockey game just by hitting a slap shot. Pistol. Um, yeah, it's pistol because again, you can pick up a stick in the forest, and it's not going to be much different than a hockey stick.
1: Pistol whipping a zombie, man.
0: That's. That's OG stuff right there. That's OG. Uh, All right, six seed. This is the last matchup of our first round, a Tomahawk. So this is a blade that is only sharp on one end uh, versus our 27 seed, a tennis racket. When I built this bracket, I actually had tennis racket higher, more like a 22 or 23 seed. Then the more I thought about it, I was like, it's really not that good of a weapon. I'd rather have the pool cue and the billiard balls or even though a chainsaw is run on gas, like at least it's sharp. Tennis racket, I feel like, it's not going to last you very long. I mean, the, the, you know, the webbing on that is just going to go straight through a zombie's head and then just get stuck on there, and yeah. then and all of a sudden you're in trouble.
1: You know, I'm going to choose tomahawk right away, but I wish the tennis racket had been against flamethrower because the flamethrower would have won simply because I, at least I would have died looking cool. <laughs> if I'm going into the zombie apocalypse with a freaking tennis racket, I'm just like, you know what, hey, buddy, with the – uh Any other weapon on this thing? Just kill me now. It's (laughs) over. I'm done. Okay, so
0: out of everything, the only upsets we had was a minor upset with the long-range rifle making it and pitchfork upsetting screwdriver. And then other than that, my rankings all held. So here are our top 16 in the Sweet 16. We'll make a time code mark here, so you can jump to this if you want. Baseball bat, one seed, versus 17 seed, long-range rifle. Frying pan, 9-seed versus our 8-seed, a 2 by 4 4-seed four shovel versus 13-seed javelin. 12-seed kitchen knife versus 5-seed machete. 2-seed samurai sword versus 18-seed pitchfork. 10-seed sledgehammer versus 7-seed crowbar. 5-seed crossbow versus 14-seed shotgun. And 11-seed pistol versus a 6-seed tomahawk. All right, let's do this. Baseball bat versus a long-range rifle or 1-seed versus 17-seed.
1: Yeah, you know, when you mentioned using the rifle as a blunt object, I really thought I was going to upset baseball bat in the second round. It's just, like, anything you can do with a baseball bat, theoretically you could do to, say, like a Beretta 50 cal, right? So you add spikes to it, add the nails, add literally anything, and it's pretty much the same thing, although it's a lot heavier. Um, I don't know exactly what a 50 cal weighs, but I'm assuming it's more than 10 pounds. Yeah. But... So first you have ammo, and you can take things out from long range. Uh, obviously, you can hunt with that and probably blow a deer in half. Um, and then you have a blunt object afterwards. Whereas the baseball bat, you have, you're a one-trick pony, basically, from start to finish. Though I say reliably, it's probably the most commonly used zombie apocalypse weapon.
0: Yeah. So I guess the the one question I would have would be, Do you think like an aluminum style baseball bat has a little bit more of a shelf life and durability compared to a rifle or are they pretty comparable because i would agree i think it would be a little bit easier to put some nails or some barbed wire on a baseball bat than a rifle it'd probably be a little bit easier to do um but yes they could be similar weapons and then you also have the capability of shooting if you have some ammunition so it ultimately comes down to will my baseball bat last longer than my rifle if your answer is they're about the same then I think this could be the biggest upset we see.
1: Yeah, like, I'm really thinking the long-range rifle just wins out now, even as a blunt object, because it's longer, too. But, like, you're going to have to modify it, so you need to be able to get that, which is kind of a downer, because, like, you need to be able to get grip tape, because if you're going to be grabbing it by, like, the end of the barrel, well, yeah, it's probably going to be not a great handle mm-hmm. most of the time.
0: And we don't want to—we can't break off the handle. So, like, if you're if you're holding the end of the barrel and you're— smashing zombies left and right with the butt of the gun, is that thing going to hold up? Because a baseball bat will. This is a tough one.
1: God, this is actually hard because I'm trying to imagine, like, what would it take? Like, not even a Beretta, like a Beretta 50 Cal. Like, I'm just thinking like a regular hunting. Well, and it's guy.
0: not going to happen on the first one, but on no. Zombie Kill 50, is the barrel of the gun breaking, and then now you have a useless gun. I'd rather have the baseball bat.
1: Yeah.
2: What do you think, Justin? Oh man. Think about how... Perfectly balanced, a nice baseball bat is. Like, you can swing that got, thing. You can swing that so thing bigger. hard, and you can swing it a lot of times. Yeah. Whereas with a gun, like like you said, you're grabbing the barrel. What if the barrel bends, or what if the one of the internal mechanisms chips? I, I don't know. I think you go baseball bat. Yeah, I think there's scenarios where I would choose a long range rifle over it, but
1: like that's like you found a military grade, like sniper rifle. If you
2: could
0: guarantee me that I would have at least some ammunition for the majority of my life. Yeah. I think that's a very easy choice. Mm -hmm. But just knowing that at some point it's literally do I want a baseball bat or a rifle and it's both are blunt objects, I want the baseball bat.
1: I think if I had like a guaranteed at least 100 rounds, I think I could get further with 100 rounds on a sniper rifle than I would with a baseball bat. Depending on – obviously there's a million scenarios, but I think knowing that I had that ammo, yeah, that changes it a little bit. I got a baseball bat. I can't upset it.
0: Oh, man, was, like, you know, and I know we'll have some people that will just flat out disagree with us um, right. You know,
1: I've literally never thought like considered using like my my hunting rifle, you know Like a blunt object and like modding it. So yeah. it's like a spiked baseball bat. But I was like wow That actually sounds pretty practical. Yeah
0: um, I think that's really close honestly, and uh, the more I think about it I probably shouldn't have long-range rifle at 17 seed when I made the seedings I was more thinking of them as no, you're gonna lose ammunition
1: this is a sleeper man this okay, Bay state.
0: So baseball bat survives barely. Uh that was that was a that was a tournament run there for the Cinderella story there, yeah, where our long range rifle like literally brought it to the last basket, but Man. baseball bat made a three at the last second. Uh nine seed frying pan versus two seed two by four. For me, I'll go frying pan because I gotta eat. And a two by four, although a little bit stronger, I can always pick up a really good
1: stick. Yeah, these are both really good items honestly uh two by four longer range you can keep them further away but frying pan obviously you have a lot more uses and especially survivability i'm leaning towards frying pan yeah it's gotta be it's gotta be it's gotta be it's It's a good good frying pan it's
0: it's gotta be a good like i said cast iron this thing's gotta survive yeah um some eggs in that thing okay so that'll be interesting that'll be our one seed versus our nine seed uh all right shovel four seed versus 13 seed javelin so clearly Javelin is a better weapon, yeah. I think. Um, you're going to get more swings or more stabs with the Javelin than throwing it. Like we were talking with Sludge Hammer. Throwing a shovel around is going to weigh on you eventually. It's more, is the use I'm getting out of a shovel for survival mode and what uses I'll need out of it, does that outweigh the Javelin? What do you think?
1: Yeah, it definitely brings up the question. I. I Think we're, we might be placing a little bit too much importance on like the survival stuff of it because like immediately when you leave that room If you're having to combat like say 20 zombies How are you gonna get through them when you're thinking about how you're gonna bury something later or like does a ja like how many hits does a like high school javelin Provide, you know. Are you know. saying?
0: Are you saying if I walk outside and twenty zombies see me, I'm not gonna have time to build a trench for them to fall into? <laughs> they're they're gonna, they're not gonna wait.
1: And, and you had time to like like make some spikes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe you have enough time. You're pretty fast, digger, man. Yeah. Oh man. I think I'd give it to the shovel. I'm thinking now like about a high school javelin. I feel like it's not actually that sturdy. Yeah. Like if you're getting like perfect stabs every time, it's probably not stabbing. If we were talking
0: about like a javelin from like the movie 300, then that maybe that's oh. an easier answer. Well, yeah, if you have like a more spear. But this is an everyday object, so yeah. this is the javelin you picked up from the high school gym.
2: Ah, uh, that's what I was confused about. I was like, isn't a javelin just a glorified spear, like with a metal end? Yeah. I was like how would that? I mean, you not- could probably sharpen it pretty easily if you needed to. Yeah. But.
1: Or is it hollow inside? I honestly yeah. don't know what. A javelin if, is if you're like, talking made for about this, like they're made for distance. Yeah, talking. like a track javelin.
2: Yeah, then yeah, I think true. I go shovel
1: Yeah, you're probably only getting a few good uses and also why are we hanging around a high school?
0: Um, <laughs> that's true. We, we are should, all way above the age of doing that. We should um, get away from the high school <laughs> No restraining orders here kitchen knife versus machete. That's our 12 seed versus our 5 seed um, These are basically The same except for I feel like a machete is gonna last longer stronger and is larger.
1: Oh, yeah, Um Fun fact, I was in Nicaragua cutting off heads of chickens with a rusty machete, and it worked perfectly fine where I feel like my kitchen knife God, I, I was here.
0: really scared you were going to start talking about your grandma again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I took my grandma to Nicaragua, and with a rusty oh. machete, I was cutting the heads off of chickens. But, uh, yeah, I feel like machete just wins hands down. You Get, yeah. get a good machete, you're set. We don't need to
0: spend too much time there. So we, we actually have... Really no major upsets on the left side of the bracket. Now we'll get a little bit more interesting because you had some issues with a Samurai sword, which is our two seed going up or against our 18 seed, a pitchfork. I'm not sure if your issues with the Samurai sword are enough in no. this one to beat a pitchfork. I feel like, look, it's, it's so sharp that you're going to be able to kill more zombies more efficiently, I think, than a pitchfork.
1: Yeah, so I'm seeing the Samurai sword. It's like KU basketball. Uh, they paid the refs. They paid... The uh, NCAA tournament officials, they set themselves up for Hot success. Take. Yeah, so they have a lot of really easy opponents here at the start, so they're just getting it by, basically. Um, <laughs> yeah, Sam Russell is way better than a pitchfork. But Fair enough. Its issues shall come up.
0: Yeah, maybe in the next round. All right, we've got Sledgehammer 10-seed versus 7-seed Crowbar. This one's really close for me. I feel like I want something I'm a little bit more mobile with, and so I'm going to go Crowbar. But I I would love to hear your sledgehammer argument if you if you think that's better.
1: Oh man. Okay, so a crowbar though it can get stuck in things. True. Um, and basically, like yeah, it can be used as like a blunt object. I feel like blunt power though, sledgehammer wins easily. Crowbar, well I guess you have to aim at sledgehammer too, because like you have to nail it with that point. If you're hitting it with like the. Wooden I'm part. just
0: I'm thinking mobility. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm weak sauce man, like I'm gonna have like three or four swings with that thing I'm gonna be like if there's more than five zombies I'm in trouble with the sledgehammer okay. whereas with a crowbar like I can be really tactical and just kind of stab right through the forehead stab right through the forehead with the sharper end.
1: Yeah um, But I think also like if you're if you get tired out with the sledgehammer, then you can still kind of like space them out Yeah, take your time make sure you're like getting a good enough swing in every time
0: got I lift that thing man, you do I, have to look I mean it. I,
1: I I like curl like five pounds at
0: the gym, so I don't know about a sledgehammer uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I personally I think I would be fine with the sledgehammer over a crowbar uh, Obviously, this is a definitely a personality one or like not personality, but just like personal strength They
0: both should be pretty durable. Yeah, definitely. Uh, at least durable. the sledgehammer might have
2: a wooden um, handle, but Dak, you,
1: I, now I'm thinking about wooden handle. I've Dak, are you just camas.
2: saying that you're way more badass than Ben? Is uh, that what's, well, I mean, what's happening here? Did I, think, I
1: need to say that? Uh, they're seeing <laughs> us on camera well. right now. Yeah. They know that. We see us. We see
2: all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin, what do you think on this one? Uh, I think you go crowbar. Crowbar is going to last you. It's made of fully metal and it's light and yeah. well balanced, easy to swing. And if you're using it to, to just you know space distance, like again. It's gonna be easier to handle than a crowbar or than a than a sledgehammer. That's gonna be heaviest. I f- think this is sure. I think this is close. I think it's really close. But I think
0: I think it's I ranked crowbar higher. I think it's a little bit more versatile and a little bit easier to haul around.
1: Yeah, I think the ev- every man average person picks a crowbar here, <laughs> but the um, badass if you like regularly hit the gym and are pretty strong, I think, <laughs> and it's not a wooden sledgehammer, so it's like little asterisk after asterisk. Yeah, you know, the sledgehammer I would take over a crowbar. But, okay. Yeah.
0: So seven seed crowbar advances. That was a close one. This is, I feel like my crutch phrase here is a really interesting matchup because this is a really interesting matchup. (laughs) Three seed crossbow versus 14 seed shotgun, obviously both extremely efficient weapons, but both very different because I mean, of course you can break an arrow, but um, you have unlimited if it doesn't break, whereas you don't have unlimited with shotgun. As soon as you use it, it's gone. Um, Shotgun a better blunt instrument. Yes. Once you're out of ammo. Um, but you also, if you had to, can literally just take arrows with your crossbow instead of shooting it and just stab like a crowbar. Okay. Didn't
1: consider
0: that. Come on. You've seen some Walking Dead episodes. Yeah, you know that they have, do that.
1: But you know, I call in a little BS. I don't think you get as many of those arrows back all the time. That's true. Like, I think the reliability of the crossbow counts on that you get the arrow back. So, say you get 10 arrows mm-hmm. versus. 10 shotgun shells and a better blunt object like swinging a crossbow is kind of strange because they're like Weird shapes. You're don't.
0: not gonna kill many zombies swinging a crossbow. No. this comes down to Are your arrows lasting long enough to counter that you're gonna run out of shotgun ammo and then but then the shotgun is a better blunt instrument to use forever.
1: Yeah, and also um, crossbows like, I've never personally shot a crossbow, but I also know that like that's a very small thing that you're aiming now, so you have to get it perfectly. Yep. In there. Got to hit that like, brain. Isol- yeah. Does it? Does a crossbow have enough force to go through a skull? Yeah.
0: And you're only. You're yeah, definitely only unless it's just like the sickest crossbow shot ever where it's going through two heads simultaneously yeah you're only killing one zombie at once whereas with a shotgun especially in close range you might be able to kill a few of it in one shot
1: yeah there's scenarios where you get lucky and like you maybe kill two or three at once, or at least
0: blow them back away to where you have a lane to get through to run yeah
1: oh man you don't want to get shot with anything coming out of a shotgun <laughs> we got a big upset here don't we it is a big upset because it's just so much it's like you see the crossbow in the walking dead and you think okay that's my my weapon yeah but I, I think it's like the same wrestler when this comes up. Uh, It's just not that great in actual real world.
0: Yeah. I you, When I, again, when I made the rankings, it was mainly focused on ammunition, but oh, I yes. knew that shotgun was a good blunt instrument, which is why it wasn't towards the bottom, like something like a machine gun. Yeah. Um, okay. Pistol versus a tomahawk. Um. Tomahawk. For me, this would be fast as a tomahawk. I mean, I think it's something that's, you can get a lot of speed. You can go, like, yes, you run the risk of getting stuck in a zombie's head and having to pry it out and then hit another one. But, again, you're going to run out of pistol ammo, and I don't want to get close enough to where I have to start pistol-whipping zombies. I want to be able to swing yeah. a freaking axe.
1: Definitely a tomahawk. Um, I'm also thinking, like, a fireman's axe, too. Mm-hmm. Maybe could fit that bill. Yeah. Um, you don't always have to, like, go for a perfect, uh, like, getting... Embedded in the head, like you could probably get really close to fully decapitating something. Yeah, this is a messed up conversation. I love it a little bit. I love it. Okay, we've got our Elite
0: Eight, we've got baseball versus frying pan, shovel versus machete, sword versus crowbar, shotgun versus tomahawk. So, if you're counting it at home, we only have one gun left, and we have what you would consider a really sharp object one, two, three, and then a few blunt objects. So let's do baseball bat versus frying pan, our one versus nine seed.
1: <laughs> the frying pan, man. Frying pan made a deep run, but I think it might end here. Yeah. Um, that, okay, so let's say you're leaving that room and you face 20 zombies, baseball bat right up front. Yeah. After you get through the 20 zombies, which I still think you get through them pretty easily with the frying pan. It's about the same. It's just a little bit shorter. Um, I feel like the frying pan just – ends up being more useful. How much force do you have to generate to bend a frying pan? Like, no, so that... I don't
0: think there's any risk on that. Yeah, now I'm strong. starting to think um, comfort level and swinging a baseball bat.
1: Okay. You know, I've one.
0: got, especially aluminum baseball bat, you know, maybe we got some padding on there or, yeah. you know, we, we've got that taped up. The frying pan usually for the most part is not going to be very long of a handle and like that's going to wear and tear on your hand pretty bad. And we're not going to have much you know, first aid care around here. I don't want to start cutting up my hand because I'm swinging the frying pan a few times. Um, And an aluminum baseball bat should, in this case, be just as or close to as durable as a frying pan. I can't cook on a baseball bat. Um, But ultimately, I'm just trying to kill zombies and make sure that I can survive this thing. And I'll figure out food, whether I'm picking berries or whatever.
1: Yeah, that's a really good argument. Honestly, thinking about the grip of something because you're suddenly swinging something not designed to be swung at yeah. that speed. I mean, think about when you
0: hold a frying I mean, frying pan cast irons really heavy, but yeah. I'm like moving something over from the stove over to the kitchen table. Yeah. And if you're swinging that thing now, think about the reverb when you smack a zombie in the head and all that, like that's going to hurt your hand every time. But the oh, baseball yeah. bat is kind of cushioned enough. It's not going to feel great every time, but it's going to feel better.
2: There's a sweet spot on a baseball bat, right? Oh, like you're
0: you will find it with the, the
2: zombie apocalypse. You get some swings in. <laughs> exactly. But with the, is there a sweet spot on a frying pan? That's just going to destroy your wrist, wouldn't it? Gosh, yeah, I yeah, I think it's going to hurt a lot. Exactly. It's not going to feel good.
0: You got you're going to have to go like I mean, baseball bat you can swing with one hand pretty easily. Frying pan, you start doing that, you're going to break your wrist. But there's not much room to hold it with two hands. So, I for me it's you're talking about repetitive swings. We're talking in the thousands of swings here. I don't want to swing a frying pan more than five times. Baseball yeah. bat, I mean, come on. I go to the batting cage and I get 100 swings in every day.
1: Yeah, I wonder. I do if that
0: you every day. I yeah. thought you were a weak sauce, though.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's got experience.
0: <laughs> um, all right, so let's go baseball bat advancing there. I'm not sure our overall one seed will be the eventual champion, but uh, it made it to our final four. All right, four seed shovel versus five seed machete. Does the. For you guys, because you didn't think this maybe deserved to be a four seed, does the Cinderella run for Shovel end here against a machete?
1: Uh, well, Shovel is ranked higher than Machete.
0: I know. I'm saying because you guys didn't think it deserved to be a yeah. four seed. It's it's look. It's by far not the better weapon. It's you. You're thinking about other things you can do with a shovel. But at this point in the bracket, we're going against a really really efficient and good weapon. So what do you think?
1: You know I. I think like the uh, fiction idea of a machete is that you're decapitating something fully through. But that's not how it works. It's really easy to embed a machete. It's not quite sharp enough. Or can you generate enough force to really decapitate something all the way through? So think about that, because you get quarter way through, maybe that zombie's still going, and now you're sword- your machete's stuck. Whereas a shovel, you're probably not going for that. You're going for just blunt trauma.
0: Yeah, definitely more weight with a shovel. Yeah. But again, we're talking about We've got probably a wood handle that could break, mm-hmm. and swinging a shovel around is going to be a lot harder than swinging a machete. So the, I, this is a really even
1: matchup for me. It is really balanced, honestly, because like machete, man.
0: Deep thoughts on the weapons for a zombie apocalypse bracketologist episode.
1: Machete's way easier to carry. <laughs> its grip is designed to be swung.
0: You can slide that thing in your backpack. You don't have you have Easy. to carry a shovel like all the time, or yeah. it's like a lot of weight on your back.
1: I think I would go for machete just because of, like, if I'm carrying this with me, like, say I survive for 100 days mm-hmm. machete. I'm going to be so happy I grab the machete over carrying a heavy freaking shovel that, honestly, I probably broke after, like, day two.
0: Are you really going to be digging trenches? Like, it's probably not the best no. strategy here in the zombie apocalypse. Like, if
1: you end up in a spot where, like, you need to actually dig something, you're probably going to be happy you had something to dig with. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of enough scenarios where you would need a shovel over something else.
0: Yeah, I I think I'll agree there. Minor upset with the five seed machete advancing over the shovel. Yeah. Let's jump to the other side of the bracket where we have our two seed sword versus our seven seed crowbar. The samurai sword again. Uh, is this the moment where we go over the flaws of the samurai sword, or does it make it to the final four?
1: Okay, so samurai swords are not easy to care for. They are very. I'm not saying fragile, but do you know how thin those things are? They actually can snap. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, say you uh, like get caught on bone or something. Like you have to be a good swordsmaster to use a samurai sword like to its complete effectiveness. The average
0: Joe grabbing this from a room is yeah. not going to be a swordsman.
1: Like, is it better than a kitchen knife? Yes, obviously, because it's so razor thin, sharp. Yes, but. If you're not using it correctly, like you're gonna start seeing a lot of flaws in the metal. Like it's, we need durability. Exactly, you need durability. You need consistency. You literally are never gonna mess up a crowbar enough. What <laughs>
0: like, do you What do you clean a samurai sword with to keep it in good shape? Because like, 'cause you're probably not gonna have very easy access to that.
1: Oh no, like that samurai sword does not last 100 days. Okay,
0: well then that's an easy answer to me because yeah. a crowbar I think could last a hundred years
1: Yeah, it has to be clean. It has to be have like the proper uh, lubricant added It has to be kept in a sheath, you know, it's just a million things and looks I don't even know freaking it awesome Oh, it does look awesome
0: <laughs> If you're looking for <laughs> style points, you want to show off the zombies what you can do like that's awesome for the first few days
1: Yeah, you are a movie poster the whole time that you have that same sword. <laughs> yep. right up until it breaks and you get eaten alive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You want to survive? Crowbar, you got you got to be like uh, Harry from Home Alone, and you got to have the crowbar. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so upset there. Now we got a seven seed advancing. Could have another upset. We've got a shotgun four seed versus the number six seed tomahawk.
1: Well, I'm fighting for the shotgun.
0: Okay, give me your argument.
1: Okay, so again, ammo really easy to kill with a shotgun. Uh, So even though you have limited ammo, you're making every kill count. It's so simple. You cannot mess it up. Um, Tomahawk, uh, obviously, like even a Fireman's axe consider that um, Like you said like the big problem last time was that it can get lodged and stuff mm-hmm. um, And then you have to go get it or you you're pausing shotgun not having that problem So you run out of ammo even after you have a blunt object. So you're not getting stuck on anything um, What about after that
0: uh, I I mean I think I tend to agree I I Almost regret having shotgun as a force 14 seed again was thinking more along the lines of running out of ammunition but It's a really good blunt object once it's no longer a gun. And uh, like you said, I mean, I'm not a big gun guy, but even I can be relatively accurate with a shotgun, I think. Um, Tomahawk, really, really effective. I like that you can swing that thing with speed. I mean, it's basically a baseball bat, but sharp. Um, But again, you only have one side of it, and you do run that risk. of If you swing and miss and you get stuck, in like a tree trunk or even if you like you don't cut all the way through and now you're stuck and you're getting attacked on the other side you don't have a weapon
1: yeah you know I'm thinking though if this was more general it wasn't just a tomahawk because like tomahawks are actually kind of shorter too because mm-hmm. they're made for like throwing sometimes but like a fireman's axe because the flat side of it is basically a sledgehammer yeah and it's also a lot it's pretty heavy like sh- shotguns aren't that heavy like obviously I mean hunters carry them all freaking day no problem Um. Well if I'm like say you had like a fireman's axe or a more general kind of axe, I feel like that'd be a better challenge for the shotgun. I still think shotgun just wins out though. Okay. You get you get some good mileage out of a shotgun.
2: Uh what do you got, Justin? What do you think? Yeah, when you take in the ammo like part of it, shotgun ammo is out of everything, probably the easiest to find. So if like that is part of your your, you know, dynamic of what you choose definitely put shotgun at the top because it is the most readily available um, I
1: think a problem with ammo though just generally so like with the machine gun where are you gonna find machine gun ammo really like a gun yeah. show if one's having to going on an army base
2: and no one else has it exactly but with a shotgun like shotgun shells granted ammo is again you have to find it but out of all the ammo, shotgun yeah. shells are probably the easiest one, easiest one to find. Probably. Definitely
1: the easiest, but there's also the problem of a lot more people have shotguns now, so yeah. everyone else is looking for that same ammo. So I feel yeah. like you still got to carry, you still gotta carry the ammo you too. Them.
0: With a tomahawk, is <laughs> like you got it; you're just hanging on the side of your backpack, and you're ready to go. With a shotgun, you know, you got to carry that thing the whole time, and you got to carry the ammo.
2: Yeah.
1: Think about so, think about when
2: you need to kill three zombies really quick. Shotgun. Shotgun. Exactly. All right, let's go shotgun. I like it. We need a gun
1: in the final four. For sure.
0: We already have a sharp object. So now we have a – this is a really interesting (laughs) final four, actually. So our one-seed baseball bat, which is purely a blunt object, but you could add some things to it like nails or barbed wire to make it sharp. Then you've got a pure knife, but probably the best that we have with a machete. Um, Then you've got a crowbar that is a blunt object, really durable, but also could have a sharp end where if you just need to stab some brains. And then we've got a shotgun, the only weapon that we literally is a gun that we can shoot but also can be a blunt object. So a really well-rounded final four. I'm happy with where we came out at. This is – I don't know where we're going to go with this. Our one-seed baseball bat versus our five-seed machete. What do you think?
2: Oh, man. I
1: think I'd go with machete, personally, running out of that door, you know, because 20 zombies – Obviously, you swing them about the same. Um, there is the risk of machete getting caught, but ability wise I think it's about the same. Like a lot of machetes are thicker metal. Um, even if they do get a little dull, they're still pretty effective at cutting. Um, I'm just trying to down. think of machete compared well, to baseball bat. here's
0: my issue with machete: is yeah, it can be pretty sharp, but is it sharp enough to where every time you're swinging that thing, you're cutting all the way into the brain and you're killing the zombie? Um, how often are you getting it stuck when you swing at the head versus that's not really a risk at all with a baseball bat because you're either knocking them on the ground or you're killing them with one blow, and then you keep on moving. Um, I machete is a little bit more versatile because you have a sharp object to cut things with. Um, I feel like if I'm looking in the long run of multiple, multiple, multiple swings, I'd rather have a baseball bat. I'd be really afraid I feel like you see it all the time in pop culture in these zombie shows and movies where the machete like gets stuck in a zombie's head and then you're in trouble
1: yeah but I also don't know how reliable that really is like I've gotten machetes stuck in wood uh, easily like decapitating chickens in Nicaragua Um, but like it went through flesh easily and like that thing had just been kind of clean and it was a little rusty and it was like fine uh, maybe I don't have enough experience with a machete to make
2: a great call on that. Um, think about a zombie's like flesh. It's gonna be you yeah, know it's not be and as good either. Like, like cutting slicing off the head of a zombie clean with yeah. even with a dull machete. I feel like it would be decently easy. How big is
0: this machete? Because you know I think you have to think the normal machete is it's smaller than a baseball bat. Yeah, it is. So like you can you can be bat. a little bit farther away from these zombies because you know if this is a zombie where if all they do is scratch you. You can turn into a zombie. Like, they don't have to necessarily bite you. Yeah, Again, I want to stay as far as possible as I can. So I want to be able to swing that thing and just be running by and be like, you know, those baseball bats are three feet long.
1: Yeah. Man, I could definitely flip-flop either way here. Though a machete, so say, like, a baseball bat, you've really got to get enough room for a good swing, though. But a machete... Uh, I guess in certain scenarios, like you don't have to get a full swing, and you can still cut through things. Or, yeah, like, you can just it. kind of backhand it. And, yeah, yeah. Say, say like you're one on one with a zombie, mm-hmm. and it got in close. Well, your baseball bat's useless now. Your machete can still be used to like saw through something.
0: If you got surround, okay, let's let's put yourself in. A, we're in the final four, so let's create a unique scenario. Okay, you got surrounded by zombies. There's about ten around you, and they're closing in in a circle. Is swinging a baseball bat around just trying to space yourself, or trying to bash down one or two to create a hole or run better or is the machete better where you can literally try to slice all their heads and get out of there quick what's best
1: in that scenario i would say the baseball bat's more useful just because yeah you have a longer swing and you can hit multiple things and still have enough force to probably injure it enough to at least stall
0: what about one-on-one
1: what's one-on-one better? well it depends like did this zombie surprise you Okay, so like let's say it was like acting like it's dead, it sends you and then it grabs you. <laughs> I would it- say
0: yes. Let's let's go with the surprise route because I think a lot of these weapons would be effective if you were one on one and you saw it coming.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. If you had if you saw it coming, like they're pretty so, much So yeah, even.
0: surprise you. Zombie pops out from like behind a tree and you only have a second to react.
1: Okay. So problem with the baseball bat, uh, you have to get a full swing. So say it's down at your side. Mm-hmm. Well, if you just do that, you might not do enough damage to it to actually take it out. So I have to bring it all the way up and then all the way down. And you got bit.
0: Well, machete, you could just kind of quickly bring it up, jab it in the chest, and then get a swing in on the head. Yeah, could you like, also do you, that with baseball a baseball bat? Then? Uh, Sorry, ba- I mean, baseball bat, you might be able to
1: punch up and get a. L- I feel like, like you could probably stall, but like if it got like you were, you're not probably making a sure kill with a baseball bat if okay. you have to react within half a second.
0: It's um, cl- it's very 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 close. Look, we're in the final four. I think it's gotta be close. Yeah. I I think you've made some really good arguments, and I think you deserve the upset here with machete. Ooh. So we'll do it. Was that is that the direction you were thinking, Justin? I I would generally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's more. Look, there's more customization that you could do to a baseball bat. If I told you you had a baseball bat that had nails on the end of it, maybe yeah. it's a different argument.
2: But we're just earlier not. you were you were talking about the baseball bat's probably aluminum for durability, right? How are you yeah. put nails on a yeah, aluminum baseball wired. bat?
0: That's not going to work that well. Yeah. And you definitely don't want a wooden baseball bat because then now we're just talking about why don't I have a 2 by 4
1: Yeah, we also need to address, you know, you put nails on a baseball bat, it weakens the wood, doesn't it? It's You're literally splitting the wood. Well, I don't know about that, but, like, what is that going to add? Because, like, if you're hitting something, well, I guess you don't need a full swing then, and then maybe they. Yeah, then you penetrates. can just, like,
0: lightly tap it and get the nail right in the head. Maybe but that's, yeah. I think machete's the right call here. I like it. We need a sharp object in the final. Um, and both of these last two could both be... Blunt Objects. Yeah. So Crowbar, our 7 seed, versus Shotgun, our 14 seed. We're going to have really some uh, some pretty low seeds in this championship match. Um, <laughs> okay, so Crowbar, uh, Blunt Object, obviously. We've talked about how it can be sharp, and maybe out of everything on this list, by far the most durable. I mean, you're talking about like a piece of iron yeah. or steel. Um, shotgun... Potentially could break in the wrong situation. Definitely a little bit of a heavier blunt object, but not going to be really any more effective than a swing from a crowbar Um, You've got the sharp end of the crowbar Shotgun the biggest thing you've got going for it is if you have shotgun shells, obviously you're in a better situation But if we're talking long run, I want the thing that is both versatile and gonna last forever. I would pick crowbar. What do you
1: got? Man, I'd like I would grab a shotgun Like, probably without hesitation, I would grab a shotgun. Well, not after uh, this podcast, maybe. I know. Like, (laughs) if I'm thinking about it now, plenty of arguments for crowbar over shotgun just because, like like you said, you can't really go wrong with just, like, a piece of iron, you know? But, like, say you have a crowbar and it's day 20 and you find, like, a whole gun store that had not been emptied yet and it's full of shotgun shells. Well, that's really useful for you. No think,
2: think about day one when the zombie apocalypse breaks out like are you making it through the first week with a crowbar? Like what if another person attacks you? What if the you know the first horde of zombies yeah. overcomes you? Yeah. whereas like with a shotgun like it's two different arguments because
0: you know Am I hoping to live for ten years because probably year ten like I don't have shotgun shells anymore And my shotgun is just something I can swing around Whereas Crowbar, you can pry things open. It's got a sharp end to where you don't have to use that much force and you can still kill a zombie. It's going to be there forever. But I'm not making it to year 10 if I don't make it through the first 10 days.
2: Exactly. So or the first 10 minutes.
0: Yeah. So this is... Um,
1: Shotgun, you survive the first 10 minutes and probably the first... Well, definitely the first 10 minutes for sure. Just having ammo, you know. I definitely think once you it becomes a blunt object, you're basically or like you're counting down the days till it breaks.
2: I mean, morality-wise, you could use your shotgun to get other tools by killing certain other people. <laughs> <laughs> we're going real dark God, now.
1: Psychopath Justin's Kim over here. So
0: the title of this podcast is Weapons for a Zombie Apocalypse. And when I think zombie apocalypse, I'm thinking long-term. If this was just a zombie attack and we're talking about a one-on-one battle, this is a clear answer. But if I'm thinking long-term... It's not going to be the popular choice, but I feel like it needs to be the thing that I know is going to be there until the end of time, like the freaking cockroach of weapons.
1: You know, I I personally I think I'd still go with shotgun, but uh if I saw you grab a crowbar, I would say, not bad, kid. That guy means business. <laughs> not bad.
0: Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna overrule you on that one. I'm gonna stand my ground. That's fair. Uh not all right. fair. So if you're standing your ground here, machete. Our five-seed versus our seven-seed crowbar. I did not think this is where we were going to end up when we started this.
1: I thought baseball bat was going to win it.
0: Easy. Yeah. Um, what do you think? The championship match. You, you fought pretty hard for machete um, in the last couple of rounds, and then you didn't want crowbar here. So is machete your favorite?
1: Uh, machete definitely has sex appeal, um, <laughs> which I probably will need all that I can get, even in the zombie apocalypse um geez man crowbar wins durability versus like everything on this list yeah but machete is like kind of it kind of goes to the shotgun argument of like what is maybe a little bit more likely to get you through the first 10 minutes Mm -hmm. probably a weapon that is more guaranteed kill
0: what are the biggest negatives against crowbar 'Cause I feel like there it's 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 kind of a five tool player where there's not many issues with it.
1: So Blunt Object, you have to generate enough force. So yeah. you're it's, probably it's gonna it's a get heavy piece of
0: metal. Like yeah. I feel like it's good. Little it's not great, but hard it's hard good carry. Yeah. yeah.
1: If it gets I guess it's about the same for machete. Like it can get stuck. Yeah. Sheesh, I don't Justin, weigh in on this, man.
2: Yeah, it's a really close one. I think that's why it's are in the finals. Um but like you said once everything breaks down and you're having to get through to other places through to through lo- uh through fences through doors through locks um i mean it's if they, versatile if they function the same way you know in combat then you have to go with what helps you in other situations right
0: yeah you know? and like so machete i think i would still have some fear because you still have a blade and a handle right there is still some fear that you are going to break your weapon. And if yeah. you have just a machete blade with no handle, you are screwed. Yeah. Whereas and I'm not saying that's going to happen often, but there's a risk for that. Crowbar, I'm literally picking a weapon where I'm running almost no risk of having it not be useful.
1: Yeah. Uh bringing up the argument of when it's good in other scenarios too of like what if your problem is not a zombie, it's a locked door? Well, a machete's not probably going to help you much there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe there's a like Getting through a fence, maybe a machete is more useful than a crowbar because there's probably some machetes with, like, the uh, like the links that will cut fences. Yeah. But, yeah, I think, based on that argument, crowbar. Crowbar's like got to get it because it's just you cannot go wrong with it. I like it. Yeah, um, it's not the best in every scenario, but it's, like, it's a jack of all trades.
0: You know, so out of all of the podcasts we've done so far, this is going to be the worst seed that actually wins the championship. <laughs> and you know what's you know we we had a one five seven and a fourteen in the championship. Um, a lot that? of that has to do with that I just you kind of threw these weapons at a wall for the seedings, but I think uh, we made some really interesting arguments that you we really had to think a lot harder than I thought on this. It
1: definitely got tougher towards the end. I think a few of them maybe could have been in like. Against different things and it, they might have gone deeper what do you
0: think on this bracket was the worst seating that I did either was way too high or way too low <laughs> the shotgun
1: the umbrella was way too high <laughs> it, was well, it, was a, it was 28 out of 13 I there's don't. only four worse than it I think I would put umbrella last okay out of all these tennis racket would probably be right in front of it for me
0: where did shotgun deserve so let's go through what's just above shotgun and then and then we'll get out of here shotgun was 14 is shotgun better than
2: a javelin yes yes man. it's uh, uh, it's better than a kitchen knife yes. I mean, it probably should have been top 10. i think shotgun sits somewhere around an eight seed maybe we switch shotgun with two by four is if we redo this bracket i would agree yeah
1: yeah this is fun man i still <laughs> love man i love the two by four like i wish it hadn't gone against frying pan because
0: because you love the frying pan anymore. It's the first weapon I know, you pick. I love them
1: both. They're both <laughs> kind of like you don't really think about how they could be useful, but like, yeah, they're pretty durable though.
0: Awesome. Well, I didn't know that this was gonna be the first bracketologist episode that we did together, Dakota. Uh it was a blast. Justin had some great input. Shout out to him for producing all these. It has been awesome. And I can't wait to see uh when we do eventually have that zombie apocalypse, which, you know, with how 2020 is going? It could be in 2021.
1: Uh, that's scheduled for August. Oh I'll God! Spoil it for everybody.
0: All right. Well, everyone, go out and get your crowbars. Until yeah. next time.